you struggle with everyday small things, like how to hang toilet paper this or next Thursday, the proper use of y'all, then join Gary and JR as they consider these and other trivial matters. The Small Things Considered podcast from Ranch Hand Records appearing every other Tuesday, alternating with three things of JR. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Three Things with JR. I am back. It's episode 129. We are in the fourth season of this show, and we are going strong. Uh, you may have seen the title for this episode, Say Hello to Count Vladimir Popov. Uh, yeah, that's me. More on that in thing number one. But first... I'd like to talk about, to be fair, playing an amazing gig in Stanton at the Clock Tower last night. I'm recording this on Sunday. Technically, it's Monday morning, 12.05 a.m. on August 21st, but this gig was at 8 p.m. on uh, August 19th, Saturday, at the Clock Tower, and uh, we had two hours to set up, and I had completely redid our digital mixer, uh, setting it all up, and then had to get that running, and we barely kind of got started on time, and uh, after a song or two of a sound check, uh, I got to tell you, the PA sounded excellent, better than it's ever sounded, and uh, I have a better understanding of how to make it sound better now as a result of this, Uh, and because the PA not only sounded good to the people listening, it sounded good to us on stage, we were able to lock in and play tighter and sing better than we've ever done, really. It's been a long time since we played this well, Uh, and uh, it was great. I do wish more of you had come out to see it. Um, There was plenty of posts on Facebook, but uh, and plenty of posters up all around Stanton uh, advertising that we were going to be there, and uh, yeah, pretty much just the random people that were going to go to Clock Tower anyway that night are the people that showed up, uh, some of which bought merch, some of which, uh, there was one guy who uh, got his camera out, uh, his phone camera, and started filming us when we started playing the Miley Cyrus song, Wrecking Ball. Yeah, you heard that right. We have a killer cover of Wrecking Ball, uh, which uh, which was awesome to see this guy get his camera out and start filming it. Uh, I don't know if he was filming it because he thought it was so cool that these old rockers were playing this uh, this amazing song, or did he think it was hilarious uh, that it was happening? Um, did he get his camera out because it was so bad or because it was on point? Don't know. He did say he's going to send us the video, and when we get it and we review it, as long as it doesn't totally suck, uh, then we are going to post it up on the To Be Fair YouTube page, on all of our socials, uh, tobefair.com, etc. But he's got to send it to us first. So once we get the video, we'll figure out what to do with it. Uh, To Be Fair does have some more upcoming gigs. Uh, We've got sort of a semi-private one coming up here. Uh, on September 1st, uh, Labor Day weekend uh, at Shenandoah Crossing. They're having fireworks and 
Uh, we're playing music leading up to the fireworks. That's pretty cool. And in October, there is a festival. Uh, we are one of several bands uh, on the bill for this festival, and it's called the Luna Azul Festival. I think it's October 21st, if memory serves, but you don't need to, re- to rely on my memory or your own. Just go to tobefair.com. There will be a link in the show notes for this podcast. So just go click on it and go check it out and come out and see that show. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, All right, let's get into the things. Thing number one. A lot of things going on in the theater these days. Uh, Today, Kiki and I went out, and now today, when I say that, it means Sunday, August 20th. Uh, Kiki and I went to four county players in Barbersville to see Urinetown. Regular listeners of this show will remember that I auditioned for this show, and I mean, I was a little bummed. And maybe I'm still a little bummed that I didn't get the role of Officer Lockstock in Urinetown. Uh, the guy that got the role, his name was Ken, and uh, when we went to see the show today, I did go in with an open mind, uh, and I was, uh, you know, I was glad I did, um, because if he wasn't that good, uh, I would have seriously like been annoyed that I didn't get the role and this guy did. You know, is it a politics thing? Is it a if you you know who, who? It's a matter of who knows you sort of a thing or. Uh, or what, you know, why did this guy get it instead of me? But that's not what happened. He was damn good. Uh, his voice was incredible. His facial expressions were on point, uh, and he played the role of Officer Lockstock perfectly. So in the end, it made me very happy to know that I didn't get that role because simply there was somebody better, somebody that could do the role better than I could do it. Uh, especially when it comes to the singing. He had just such a great voice, uh, projected really well, uh, and you could tell he had significantly more experience than I did. So they were lucky to have that guy uh, and the rest of the cast. It was fantastic. Uh, Now, this was their last performance, so I can't tell you to go check it out, uh, this particular production of You're in Town, but there's at least one more coming soon to the area. If you're in Central Virginia, uh, the uh, the theater, the the... I don't know what I forget what they're called right now, but the theater, uh, the the community theater in Harrisonburg, is uh, is rehearsing. You're in town and getting ready to perform that in the next couple months as well. So I strongly recommend you check it out. I trust they're going to do a great job with it, and the show itself is hilarious. So you're in town. I didn't get in it, but it's okay. It's totally fine. Plus, I had I had a couple months off, which was nice. Uh, I played a lot of disc golf and. Went on a trip, uh, two trips, and, you know, enjoyed not having to rehearse three or four times a week. That is over. You may remember uh, after you're in town, I auditioned for Anastasia at Shannon Arts in Stanton. And this was a this was an interesting audition because I actually had competition. If you've listened to me talk about auditions before, I'm pretty sure I was the uh, beneficiary of good timing uh, and when I got some roles at some shows, uh, and I, I got some like starring leading sort of roles early on, uh, in, in my musical theater endeavors. Uh, but there was also nobody else auditioning for some of these roles. So that was, that was a big part of it. Um, that was not the case here. When I auditioned for Anastasia, there was, uh, several other deals. I think it was a total of eight of us, uh, auditioning for the male lead parts, Uh, I had to sing, I had to dance, uh, I did get a callback, I had to go read some script parts with some other actors, and uh, and then I got the part. 
we're already two rehearsals down uh, and with a whole bunch more to go. Uh, this show is in November at Shannon Arts in Stanton, shannonarts.org for more information. Uh, and uh, you should definitely make plans now to be attending this show because based on the read-throughs we've done and the rest of the cast that I now have seen, it's fantastic. There should be a full cast list coming soon uh, on the Shannon Arts uh, social media stuff and maybe on their website. I don't know, but it's coming soon. I was given permission to talk about this uh, on this show, whether that list is out or not. So uh, I might be spoiling it for some of you, but I will be playing the role of Count Vladimir Popov, uh, which is, uh, if you're familiar with the show, you know exactly who I'm talking about. If you're not, uh, you should be aware that I will be not exactly the lead, but like one rung down from the lead, like a big supporting actor in many, many of the scenes. Uh, and uh, it's a fun role. I get to sing a lot of songs. I get to dance the Charleston and several other fancy dances that I not, do not really know yet. Uh, and I'm going to have to sing my ass off, uh, which means I'm going to be taking some vocal lessons, and really refining this musical instrument known as my voice. Uh, so, you know, for, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, it's going to be the biggest challenge yet for myself uh, on stage in the theater, and uh, I am eager to rise to that challenge and do the role of Vlad Justice. Um, for my Anastasia castmates who may be listening to this show, uh, I have a recommendation for you and for anybody else, really, uh, if you're into this sort of thing, but, uh, check out the YouTube series from broadway.com called Royal Misfits backstage at Anastasia with Christy Altamere. She was the original star. Uh, she originated the role of Anastasia, uh, on the Broadway show five years ago. There are eight episodes, and uh, basically it's her with a camera backstage during the show, uh, filming her and all of the castmates doing fun stuff backstage. A lot of it is indeed staged, and it's hilarious. You get to see them all just yucking it up. Uh, so I do recommend that highly. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward uh, to hopefully having as much fun backstage uh, at our production as they did on Broadway. Thing number two. My new, uh, my new, I can't talk. My new YouTube channel. Uh. Let's take our time and try again. Thing number two. What is it about you? That's the name of my new YouTube channel. Uh, and I watch a lot of YouTube and identify. I identify with the YouTubers that I watch. Uh, creating YouTube videos is like, that seems to me like a dream job, like something I want to do professionally. It doesn't seem like work. It is. Now that I have created several YouTube videos, it is definitely work, especially if you're going to do it all yourself the way I am doing it. Uh, so keep that in mind. Um, but uh, if I'm going to be a YouTuber, what is that special sauce that I bring to the table? That is the question I have to answer. I have had to answer it. Uh, like... When I watch YouTube videos, I can't do most of the stuff I see other people doing in YouTube videos. I, I can't do 
uh, crazy shit on skateboards or bikes or dirt bikes. Hell, I can't I can't even do crazy jumps on my feet. Uh, I'm not really doing comedy anymore, so I don't have a bunch of like hilarious footage of me doing my thing on stage that I can share. Uh, I don't have a massive video crew that can travel around filming cool stuff with me in the front of it talking about it. I'm not an amazing chef that can make recipes anybody would want to eat, much less look at. Uh, I don't play video games or stream them on the internet. Uh, I don't have a big budget or a lot of time. What can I bring to YouTube that isn't already there? Well, that's when I started thinking about it. I've been thinking about it for months and months now. And, and what is it I do well enough that it should be captured and uploaded? I, I like to talk to people. I like to listen to people talk. I like to learn from them. I want to know what's interesting about the random people I find that are willing to share this with me. And I really want to know about the people that are unwilling to share it with me, on camera at least. But of course, that's a lot harder to accomplish, at least legally. So I am going to uh, keep this as a safe, consent-based YouTube channel and only film people that are willing to allow me to put them on camera on YouTube. And, uh, and uh, that's what I'm doing. Uh, I got a lot of fun stuff so far on the YouTube channel. Here's what I've got lined up for you. Uh, it's just now, we've got one video launched. It's, it's the one featuring Bill with one L. Uh, I've got a video in the hopper uh, featuring my cousin Pat, who is a painter, and he is a passionate painter. Uh, I've got, uh, I actually uploaded one to TikTok just to see if I could figure out how to upload a video to TikTok featuring an author selling his books on the downtown mall in Charlottesville. Uh, I found a, uh, a family of Iowans, meaning people from Iowa, uh, but they were all wearing Nebraska logo gear in Iowa. So I assumed they were Nebraskans when I went up to talk to them and I found out that was definitely not what was happening. Uh, I, uh, I got to talk to a, a guy who was doing some busking on the downtown mall who has perfect pitch and I made him demonstrate that for me on video uh, and talk to me about what he is doing and why. Uh, I found a guy who lives right next to the site where Buddy's Holly's uh, plane crashed out there in, uh, in Clear Lake, Iowa and talked to him about what that's like. Um, I even talked to a guy who worked for two years laying all the bricks on the downtown mall in Charlottesville. Back before it was the downtown mall, it was simply Main Street where cars would drive and park and there were sidewalks. And now it is a fully, uh, you know, brick laden pedestrian mall. And this guy laid those bricks. Uh, so that might be fun to hear about. Um, so, uh, but... Uh, you know, thing number two, I usually have some sort of recommendation, and I have one here, uh, and it's also a question. So if any of you have the answer to this question, I'd love you to hit me up. Um, in, in the same vein as the videos I'm trying to create, I recently found a TV show on HBO Max that is, it's not exactly what I'm doing, but it's not far off. It's called How To With John Wilson. Uh, and he is, you never see him. He's the guy behind the camera. He lives in New York city. He films stuff as he walks around the city and he makes a, th a show with a theme, uh, out of the video that he films. Uh, and it's fantastic. Uh, I've watched the first two episodes. I, it is my new binge, my new obsession. As we ride the train to New York city, uh, in a couple days, I will be, listening uh, to what I would be watching this show on my iPad because it's so good. Um, I mean, he's in New York City, so there's like no end to the interesting people he can run into every day 
and he he films them. He films random stuff he sees and the people he talks to. And he's not exactly doing what I'm trying to do, but it's, again, not far off. I think if you like my YouTube videos, you will like How To With John Wilson. And if you like How To With John Wilson, you will probably like my YouTube videos because we're going for a similar vibe. <coughs> he's clearly got more polish, more experience. He knows what he's doing and he tell and he creates a narrative that is undeniably uh interesting. So, I am shooting for, you know, that level of skill. We're going to go for it. Um but my question is this. Uh he gets these video of people on the street and there's simply no way he has like consent from all of the people that appear in his videos to be on TV. Um, like, for example, there's I'm just thinking of a quick shot. He has a, of a guy riding his bike down the street and you get the guy coming towards the camera and going away from it. You can clearly see the guy's face. The guy does not stop. And I know that this guy didn't go track him down and uh, say, hey, can I use video of you and put it on my TV show that's going to be uh, available on the Internet for everybody to see? Uh, you know, when they do like professional video shoots, uh, they either clear the streets of all random people not associated with the filming or they have like armies of people ready with consent or release forms. And if you don't sign them, they're going to blur your face. So like, how does John Wilson get away with not doing that? He's got plenty of video on these shows of people that clearly could not have signed a release to allow it. Uh, I have I figure that the people he talks directly to, he probably does get their permissions. Uh, I don't know if it's a signed release or just, you know, something he asked them on video or what. But uh, when I do my videos, I do indeed ask them if they can be uh, if they are willing to talk to me on camera for my YouTube channel. So they know exactly what they're getting into. But uh, I mean, this guy's got video of people that clearly didn't have an opportunity to do even that. So I'm curious What's the legal side of all of that? Uh, I assume that it has something to do with if you're in the public, you should have no expectation of privacy. Uh, and this guy isn't doing anything with the video of them to make them look bad or slander them or anything like that. He's just filming people out in public and putting it on TV. So I assume that's the legal side of how it's okay. But it's also not how it works for most video shoots. So anyway, I'm curious. Uh, all right, that's it for thing number two. Thing number three. Yeah, New York City, here we come. Kiki and I are headed back. We're going to get on a train. In fact, uh, as this episode drops on Tuesday morning, we are dropping onto a train to New York City uh, on Tuesday morning. And the plan is to go see four different shows, uh, four Broadway shows. Now, we don't know which shows. At least I don't. Now, we're going here this time to see shows, but also to celebrate my birthday. I'll be turning 49 this year in about two weeks. And, uh, well, it's it's to celebrate that. So uh, it's possible Kiki bought tickets to a particular show without telling me. And I know that she knows that I really want to go see Shucked, which is a musical about corn. And I love corn. And it seems like it's like an Iowa thing in this show. Like it's all embracing the whole corn life. Uh, other than shucked, I have no idea what we're going to go see. And basically we have a list, but I just trust Kiki because she has never steered me wrong. Uh, as far as, uh, you know, convincing me to go to shows, even shows that I thought I was not going to like, I was wrong. She was right. Uh, and they've pretty much all been great. Um, so yeah, 
Uh, oh yeah, and by the way, uh, my birthday it is uh, August 29th, and uh, you know I was just curious. I've known for years of at least one famous person that I share this birthday with, and that would be the king of pop himself, Michael Jackson. Um, but uh, there's websites for this, right? You can go to famousbirthdays.com, pop in the date, and look to see who else you might share a birthday with. Uh, and I was looking for anybody that I could maybe uh, you know be excited about. Um, and there's not a ton. Uh, most of the people on this list are like YouTube stars, TikTok stars, uh, models and comedians and such like that. Uh, there's a guy named Oompaville who is a YouTube star. I don't know. Oompaville. What the hell does that mean? Um, who else we got here? Oh, I guess, uh, Leah Michelle. She's pretty famous TV actress. She was on Glee. She's currently in funny girl, although she's not my funny girl. Uh, uh, Beanie Feldstein will always be my funny girl. Uh, who else we got here? Um, anybody interesting? John McCain. Uh, who is a politician. You might remember him, ran for president, all that. Uh, he died in 2018, but his birthday was August 29th, apparently. So that's cool. Uh, anybody else? Anybody else? Long Beach Griffey. He's a YouTube star. Brody Smith. Uh, he is has become a very well-known disc golfer, but only after being a uh, an ultimate Frisbee player and a trick shot YouTube star. Uh, and so that's interesting. He's, he can be polarizing. He can be fun. He's kind of a dork. Uh, but, uh, he's actually taught himself to play disc golf really, really well at a professional level. So there's that. Um, let's see, William Friedkin. I know he's directed some things. I have not looked this up. I'm thinking, have I, if, can I think of what William Friedkin directed that I can remember? And the only thing I think is The Exorcist. Oh, gosh, now I got to check to see what has William Friedkin directed. Was I right? Yes, he did direct The Exorcist. Uh, I, I don't I, I watched it. I couldn't care less about that movie, um, but I, I did remember that. Cool. Ingrid Bergman, movie actress. You may have heard of her. Uh, pretty famous. And the rest of these people are people I've never heard of. So um, not a ton of people sharing my birthday, but uh, Michael Jackson, that's not a bad one. Uh, if you're wondering, yes, I do plan to bring my camera with me to New York and I will continue to be on the lookout for YouTube content. Uh, I will of course be using my iPhone camera, uh, whenever I have to, and I have a nicer camera, but it's a bit bulky and carrying it around New York city when not actively trying to film these videos, uh, might be a little bit weird, right? I can't just carry it around with me all the time. So my videos on YouTube are going to be a mix of uh, iPhone camera stuff and professional like camera stuff. Uh, and that's fine. It works for me. I'm good. I hope you're good, too. Uh, and in, for those of you that are keeping track, uh, yeah, I, I, apparently I want you to listen to my podcast, this one, the one you're listening to now, and my other podcast, Small Things Considered, available on alternating Tuesdays from this show. Uh, yes, I want you to do those two things. And I also want you to come out and see my band play whenever we play out. Uh, I want you to come see me perform on stage in musicals, Anastasia, November, shannonarts.org for more information. And now, yeah, I want you to watch my YouTube content as well. So, um, so, so, so yeah, I know, am I asking a lot of you to, to ask you to, uh, you know, receive all of this content or is it incredibly generous of me to provide all of this 
content for you to devour. Uh, hopefully, you appreciate it. And, uh, and if you like it, it really does help if you share it and like it. Uh, I, I got to say, I'm as guilty as anybody. When I watch YouTube videos, uh, every single one of them, uh, if it's a YouTuber, they're like, share and like and subscribe and turn notifications on. I mean, I have said this hundreds of times in videos that I've done for work that are that go on YouTube, right? So, I mean, I get it. But when I'm watching YouTube, you know what I never do? I don't ever hit the like button. Uh, and it's uh, I'm realizing now how how uh, how wrong that is if I'm into this whole YouTube idea. Uh, and I have been into it for years. Uh, I, I it's my it's fantastic. Uh, yeah. I mean, in other words, I'm asking you to support me, but I'm not supporting the, the YouTubers that I like. So I, I have been uh, actively remembering to like videos that I liked to subscribe to channels that produce content that I consistently enjoy. Uh, and uh, hopefully that that raises that YouTubers uh, status in the world of YouTube and monetizes them a little bit. I mean, I want them to get paid for what they're doing. And uh, frankly, so do I. So, uh, so when I ask you to like and subscribe and rate and whatever, follow whatever the platform is, right? Buy tickets and go to the show, whatever that is, please do that. Please consider it. Uh, and, uh, and it really does help me do this more often. Uh, if it becomes something that uh, I can make money doing, believe me, uh, the production will get better, more passionate, uh, because money talks for me. I've always been in the money. So there's that. Um, but uh, here's the thing. I'm going to do it even without the money because I love doing it no matter what. The money will simply make it so that I can do it more and do it better. All right. I had no plans to say any of that on this. I didn't have any of that written down, but that's just where it went. I should probably stop talking now because it's uh, 1230 in the morning and I'm supposed to be at work tomorrow. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to say goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with Small Things Considered. Gary and I will be talking about uh, the whole woke and anti-woke thing. Uh, which doesn't seem like a small thing, but it's a thing we are considering nonetheless. So I hope you're looking forward to that. I know I am. And uh, all right, peace out. See you next week.